0: All right. So welcome to what I like to call the state of the DC Union. Uh, this is going to be presented by myself, Mario Francisco Robles of Superman on Film, and I'm joined today by Bill Jet Ramey of Batman on Film for a little world's finest crossover here to discuss all the craziness going on in the DC Union. Uh, how's everything going with you, Bill, so far before we uh before we get started on
1: all the geeky stuff? Oh, all good, all good down yeah. here. Um Life in Texas little, treating you
0: good. No hurricanes, it, no. Uh, no, it was a little,
1: little cold and rainy this morning, but I, I was perfectly happy with that after a hot as hell summer. So, I'm yeah. Not yeah.
0: You know, it's been kind of fun watching you um, sort of settle into your new dig slowly but surely. Yeah. over These last two years. Yeah. You, you yeah. post updates of how your bat cave is coming together and all your cool yeah. memorabilia in your studio. I'm like, I got to yeah. get
1: something like that going for myself yeah. over here. But yeah, uh, my, all right, good. my well, wife, yeah, my wife is uh, not, she indulges me or le- allows me to do this. The but, announcer? Yeah. Yeah, the announcer, Rachel. But, uh, you know, I always, something will show up, you know, that I've yeah ordered and she's like, that better not be another toy. I said, that's an action figure yeah. or that's a, that's a collectible. It's not a toy. So... <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, look, listen,
0: listen, we're grown boys with our toys, and our wives just have to get used to that sort of thing. Yes. You know? Yes. She's so, uh, she has
1: been good letting me, uh, letting me do this for good. Well, Batman on film is almost 25 years. We've been married 22. So, yeah, she's been through wow. most of it. Yeah.
0: You know, since you're mentioning that, I do kind of have to just point out here, I want to thank you, uh, just flat out here on the air for inspiring me to do the superman on film journey because really what you've been doing with batman your love of batman and the way you've Mm -hmm. committed yourself to covering his projects and the way that like that's the main thing you focus on it's your primary love and you give that all your energy you know that's really what opened my eyes up to being like you know what i love superman the way bill Mm -hmm. loves batman so i should really be you know trying to do something similar to that you know I, I loved what you're doing the community you've built all the passionate fans who get together to to discuss all things dark night with you and i'm like if i could build a community like that of superman fans that'd be the most amazing thing ever so i just want to thank you by the way for inspiring well, superman thank you film for to that thing yeah thank you for
1: that appreciate absolutely. that
0: absolutely I really respect your opinions on everything, too, which is why these last few months with everything going on, I'm like, I got to get Bill on here to talk about some of this stuff. So I'm going like to walk us through some of the chronological major changes that have taken place since you and I last spoke, because it, it's been a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. DC's kind of pulled like a 180 in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to just get your read on each thing as we go and kind of bring us into the present day, all right? Because like to recap, the last time we spoke, things were still firmly in the sort of Walter Hamada stewardship with the philosophy of we're no longer doing the shared universe thing. We're focusing more on the multiverse. We want to bring in filmmakers who could tell their own unique standalone stories we're not worried about making everything mesh and connect and if anything now we're trying to like separate everyone and tell their own little individual stories And i know you love that for the batman and i know you've appreciated Mm -hmm. that approach in general so when a few months back the word came out that with warner brothers discovery now calling the shots David Zaslav seems to want to put together a team to create a 10-year plan, like a cohesive, coherent 10-year plan for DC on film that will somewhat take its cues from Marvel and from Pixar and from the models over there at Disney. So let's just start right there. When you heard about a 10-year plan and a team being assembled, uh, what was your first thought
1: on that? Um heard this before you know um yeah there's been so many different approaches and changes and announcements that i am just yeah. in i am i'll cool but i'm not going to get upset nor am i going to get overly excited i'll just when it happens it happens if it happens it happens and at, yeah then we'll then i'll deal with it but I focus so you, yeah, on the so things you heard that that. Are concrete. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You heard that and you're like, I'm going to wait and see because there've been lots of yeah. false starts and weird promises and all that. Right. hundred percent. Okay. Yes. So, so you went wait and see. And yeah, like, cause one part of that announcement seemed to signal that we are going to go back to a more shared. Everything is kind of coherent and working together kind of thing. But another way to look at that announcement or or that report, I should say, is that also they're going to start taking more stock of quality control. That they seem to like they have a vision for what they want D.C. to be and things that didn't fit into that were going to get cut. And that was the very next thing that happened, because right after they announced the 10 year plan, they canceled that girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I've seen some of your reactions to that online, you know, I just want to get here on the record. How did you feel? when you heard that Batgirl was going to feature Michael Keaton's Batman, it was going to be set there within the Batman world Mm -hmm. in that lore and that mythology you love so much. When you heard that Leslie Grace's Batgirl was never to see the light of day. uh, How'd you feel about that?
1: This wasn't a, a project that I really was excited for. Um, I I, I love Batman, but I'm not a huge fan of, of the Batman sidekicks. So, yeah. Um, but I was excited to see Michael Keaton um yeah. in it as opposed to just being in The Flash. So, I get the reasoning from a business standpoint that it was, you know, it was made for television for HBO Max and then they wanted to put it on the big screen and it was like in this gray area where it was not good enough to be a big screen picture. But yeah. it was, they pumped more money into it to to make it, you know, um, uh, bigger than the, it was originally planned, but they would have to spend more to make it uh, theater, theatrical ready. And they just decided to cut it. I get that. Yeah. On the other hand, I think it sucks for the filmmakers and the cast and everybody who worked on it to go. Yeah. I have never seen that. I've seen. Superman lives get to the point where it was about to start filming. Yep. I mean, like literally about to start filming and they sent it and turnaround. around. I've seen, uh, you know, the justice league mortal thing, um, almost yep. make it that far and then get canned, but I never, I don't remember, not in this genre that I've covered that a film was basically, it had been, had been completed principal photography was done they were in post and then they just you know cut it so that that, was yeah i was gonna say that is pretty unprecedented
0: like when i think Mm -hmm. about it too when i try to dive into all the different scenarios i've covered over the years and followed also like i can't think of a movie that was completely finished in the can ready to screen just needing finishing touches and the studio deciding we don't want anything to do with this. Not only are we not going to release this in theaters, we don't even want mm-hmm. it on a streaming device. We don't want this scene anywhere. Uh I don't know, do, do you think it's possible too that it was was a terrible movie? Yes. I feel like that had to be part of it.
1: I think it was not I had heard it was not very good that it was had a very and no offense to the CW, but it was yeah. the very CW vibe. Gotcha. Um, It was just a notch above that stuff. And it played like a CW pilot almost. So, yeah, it's just wasn't, you know, yeah,
0: that doesn't really surprise me. Because honestly, as soon as they showed the picture of her in the suit, like the big Mm -hmm. official promo still, I saw the costume and I'm like, this looks like CW. This looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, not good CW, right? Because the Superman and Lois, yeah, is kind of at a different tier, this looks Mm -hmm. like pre Superman and Lois CW. Uh, no thank you so therefore when that got canceled a few months later i'm like i think i kind of saw that coming because that did not look yeah. like it was going to be worth a lot of people's time yeah I hate to say and maybe leslie grace will get a chance again because i feel bad for her you know yes. she thought she was going to be batgirl and really like the the first cinematic bat girl since alicia silverstone with a chance to start her own real franchise and it's gone you know so maybe yeah, she'll I, get a chance
1: I, yeah for those folks i feel bad for but yeah I'm with you. Yeah. Um, So, all right, so shortly after that news came out,
0: people started wondering, well, what's going on with Michael Keaton, right? Because under the Hamadaverse, under the Hamada sort of authority, it seemed like they were gonna be bringing in OG Batman from the Burton films, the Michael Keaton Batman, to essentially replace Batfleck because Ben Affleck didn't wanna be Batman anymore and yet if we're going to continue on with some of these characters right if we're going to have Ezra Miller's Flash if we're going to have Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and you know we're going to need some kind of a Batman around so they decided we're going to go old school we're going to do a multiverse thing we're going to bring Michael Keaton's Batman into the fray and he will now be you know, the, the 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 Batman in whatever sort of DC shared world there seems to mm-hmm. be and that seemed to be the philosophy at the time but then They canceled Batgirl, which would have been his follow-up to The Flash, right? Yes. And then there's all this weirdness with the Aquaman 2 Batman cameo, which to recap, it sounds like Michael Keaton had shot a Batman cameo for Mm -hmm. Aquaman, and when they tested it or whatever, people were very sort of thrown off by that, probably because they hadn't seen The Flash and seen him reintroduced, I'm just thinking, but they were thrown off by that. And apparently, Ben Affleck was asked back to don one of his Bruce Wayne suits and shoot his own version of the cameo. And that got all kinds of people talking. Because first, Jason Momoa posted a thing on Instagram showing him back, which people were very shocked to see Affleck back in Bruce Wayne mode after, Mm -hmm. you know, we thought the Zack Snyder's Justice League thing was a nice little favor and his swan song. But here he is in a movie that's coming out next year, still playing Bruce Wayne. So that way, that came out of nowhere. And then you had Jason Momoa on a red carpet like a week or two later, basically saying he's back, Ben's back, making it sound like it's not just for that one cameo. So let's kind of pause right there with, the, with that period in time where Affleck seems to be back in the fray. He's playing Batman in a movie we're not seeing for over a year. So even as far as 2023, Fans are going to see his face and associate him with Bruce Wayne. Uh, How did you feel about hearing any of that Ben's back stuff with Aquaman? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I
1: I, look, um, he made a big to do with the article about how the flash was uh really a nice way for him to segue out of the role and was really happy with it and went on and on about how he was, didn't enjoy anything about playing Batman after BBS essentially. So, and then, you know, to come back, I look, I've heard, there's been some conflicting things I've heard. I've heard that, you know, when they switch the release dates that they had and an Aquaman two was coming out before the flash. Then they had to, um, redo that scene with AF Ath- with, with, with Affleck that Keaton had shot. Yeah. And, uh, I heard did also hear, like you said about the confusion, which to me, look, if a movie is good, people are going to go see it. They really don't get the general audience doesn't really get caught up in all that stuff. Um, I have also heard that the Flash, the Flash's ending has not been changed from as it was originally planned, Mm -hmm. which, as you said, would have left it where in this reconfigured DC world after the shenanigans of the Flash that Michael Keaton's Batman has been Batman the entire time in that timeline and that in that reality. So, yeah i guess we'll wait and see uh i i do i if he comes back i whispered to me that it's more of like um ex, what these little extended cameos gotcha. not yeah not a not a the, the investment with solo batman is with matt reese in the batman yep. world and so they're not going to do a uh ben affleck batman solo film which makes sense to Keaton. me, you know. Yeah, or a yeah. Keaton one for that matter, you know, to be yeah. perfectly fair. No with both, soul so.
0: Batman's out uh, Pattinson. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that would be very confusing. I think some fans got a little uh, overzealous when they mm-hmm. heard about Affleck being there for Aquaman. I started yeah. started seeing, you know, the usual wide rumors that all oh, his yeah. solo movies back and yeah. We're going to see that Deathstroke thing he wanted to do with Joe Manganiello. I'm like, no, we're not people. You know, if he if he's back in any kind of capacity, it's for extended cameos and these kinds yes. of things. Absolutely. But even still, the the, the 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 word on the street seems to be that it is just we're going to get some limited bat flick return action baby mm-hmm. next year but that michael keaton like they, they 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 do seem to be moving forward with the fan uh, with the concept that michael keaton's batman will be the one that is you know the main dcu mm-hmm. batman moving forward um now over on my end of things around this yeah. time right they're talking about batman returning but that was mm-hmm. also around the time we started hearing about henry cavill and whispers of Henry Cavill's Superman potentially showing up Mm -hmm. in black Adam. This was a couple months ago. And now no, we, we, now we know that Henry Mm -hmm. Cavill has officially returned to the role of Superman. He showed up in black Adam. The studio is taking pitches for a man of steel sequel. He's -hmm. presumably going to show up in cameos and some of these other big DCU projects coming Mm -hmm. up over the next year or two. So, Affleck may get a limited return, but it looks like we're getting a Henry Cavill return. And I want to just get your take on that because I know that you you always use that term. I borderline loved Man of Steel. Right? I we've do, had yes. A lot over the years. Yes. And, uh, and we've talked about how Henry got the raw end of the deal in all this because yep. he was a good Superman and he was yep. given a promising start. And then yep. from there, everything went to hell. So, yep. you know, when you hear now, that he's coming back and he's going to get a chance to essentially like redeem his Superman and continue his Superman mm-hmm. onward. How did you feel about that? I,
1: like, as you said, I do borderline love man of steel. I, yeah. um, I was one who defended the film. Yeah. In 2013. I was, I was in that group in that camp Yeah, because people have, uh, with some, you know, uh, revision is history. Have forgotten that this wasn't some beloved film amongst fans, and yeah, uh, there was a lot of complaints about oh, the no, creative sure. decisions with Man of Steel. I yeah. really liked it. I think I think Cavill was a great Superman. I I hundred percent think he got the short end of the stick. They should have made a Man of Steel two. Uh, Man of Steel teed it up perfectly at the end with "Welcome to the Planet" line, and then they go yeah. with BBS and. He just, the characterization yeah. of Superman was, I just, it was terrible. And it, t- from that point on, I just, you know, I, I know this will be controversial, but I think the most Superman he ever got to be was at the end of Justice League 17. And ah <laughs> and <laughs> that is controversial. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he was, he was Superman, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um it wasn't I know, no, he was recognizable
0: so, uh, Superman in that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not not to get into all the, you know, the uh, Zack Snyder version of it and how that ended with evil Superman. I'm just not going to get into it. But so I'm just yeah. thinking really with all that. But I also have said like um it's almost like it's 6 years too late, you know. Yeah. It's almost yeah. that uh it's been by the time a solo Superman film with Cavill comes out. I mean, it's going to be close to fifteen. Over, yeah, yeah, fifteen. It'll be years over ten after, years. Yeah, yeah. Because next year is the is ten, 10 year anniversary. Yeah, Um, that's at fifteen. I mean, like twelve to thirteen. I mean, that film is probably three years away. If they're just now taking dishes. Yeah. So, I agree. I, I, I'm, I am in. I'll believe it when I see it mode. I hope. Also, even except you have
0: skepticism.
1: Yeah. Yes. I hope. So even it happens. with that, you're skeptical. Interesting. I don't. Okay. Look, if you if you're going to bring him back, then you yeah. you got to do um a Superman film with him, a super yes. and I mean Superman. Okay. Yes. Where he's Superman, yes. as we all know and love, and you know, soft reboot it, do a Batman Forever type thing. Uh, yeah. You know, ignore what you want to ignore. I think that's what they're gonna do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they're gonna just sort of like dive straight in. They're not gonna spend a lot of time trying to explain yeah. the continuity and what happened and uh, what hasn't yes. happened. With it's you. kinda like no matter which like yeah, like no matter which version of Justice mm-hmm. League you want to go off of, he's back from the dead. He's yeah. a more hopeful and optimistic version of the character. And now we're just gonna move on. You know, I I have a feeling they're just going to do something like that. Kind of like Aquaman, too. Aquaman, you know, James Wan didn't spend a lot of time focusing Mm -hmm. on, let's discuss what happened in Justice League and VBS. He just told his own Aquaman story with his own tone and his own style, and it made a billion bucks. So if they're smart, they're going to do something similar to that with Superman. Um, Yeah, I just, when it comes to... All of these recent turns, you know, the the next big one that happened, obviously. Let me let, let was, me add this real quick oh, about Superman ahead. before you move on. Yes,
1: I will say yeah. I don't I, I don't want him to become cameo man. Then there's no point of him coming back. You, yes. know, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yes. I wasn't thrilled that he showed up in Black Adam. I think that should have been. I mean, the cameo should have been with Captain Marvel slash Shazam. I mean, Cap- Black yes. Adam is a is a. Captain Marvel, is. Shazam character, yeah. you know, um, yeah. and it also again, really, we're going to bring Cavill, and it's just this cameo, and I think he deserves more than that. I think he deserves I more admit, than that. So yeah. That's why I say, don't. I, it, he can't be just become cameo man, you know. I agree. I agree, and and that's why too. Like back in 2018,
0: the rumor at the time, a like, you know, Collider came out with something in April of that year, a few months after Justice League had come out that there was some sort of plan and it was just cameos and there was no solo Superman movie in the cards. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what a terrible plan. (laughs) Like, I I get it. You want to have a sort of uniform Superman who could, you know, be in, you know, just have his presence felt in different projects, but
1: you got to give him his own proper movie, you know? And And, it sounds like we're going to get that. I, I, to be fair to Warner brothers, uh, I get the apprehension uh, this is under the old yeah. regime. I get yeah. the apprehension of um, doing another solo Superman film with Cavill because of the reaction that Man of Steel got. And then especially, yeah, you know, BBS Justice there. League and so forth. I, I 100% get their apprehension. Yeah. Um, but of course, it was the regime before that, that got them in that position in the first place by not making a sequel yeah. to Man of Steel. So, yeah. Uh, um, well, the, it just yeah, we
0: we, we should kind of just uh focus in on that for a second how regime yeah. changes have evolved DC several times over these last six years, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. there was essentially like one regime going into BVS out of Man of mm-hmm. Steel, where Greg Silverman, that producer at the time who had a lot more sway at that time, he's yeah. come out and said in later podcasts. That he was the one who sort of commissioned Snyder after Man of Steel to go and tell an even darker, more, you know, one of these kinds of stories again, to try Mm -hmm. to differentiate them from Marvel. He's like, oh, and let's tell a sort of twisted, dark, mythological, complicated superhero epic. And that's what he asked for. And then we know that by the end of that film's production, the people in charge were like, we don't want that anymore. You know, and they they ended up, you know, Silverman was gone and Jeff Johns and Diane Nelson was brought in. So that was the first regime change of the last seven years. And Mm -hmm. that regime change brought with it all kinds of sweeping changes to justice league and to the slate and to what was going to happen next. And, and that regime would never have released Zack Snyder's justice league and was ready Mm -hmm. to just move forward in a new direction. Yeah. Then, Warner Brothers and AT&T merge and yeah. the Warner Media regime change occurs and suddenly now the previous people who were in power are no longer in power and the people who are in power are more focused on streaming and HBO Max mm-hmm. and this and that so they release Zack Snyder's Justice League because it's new bosses, new philosophies, new whatever. And under this regime, they release Zack Snyder's Justice League, they spend 3 years beating the drum about the multiverse the multiverse that none of this stuff has to be connected anymore in the multiverse and now we have another regime change coming in who's going forget the multiverse thing we want something more coherent and we are going to bring back some former people and you know just like with each of these changes the new bosses come in and kind of undo what the previous bosses did Mm-hmm. And to me, that's one of the interesting things about this like slow moving reboot of DC that you and I have been witnessing now over the last seven years. And it, I, I can kind of, I guess, I can see why you're sort of skeptical and why you're like, mm-hmm. "I'm going to wait and see," because there might be another merger next year, and that boss will decide they want to yeah. do it differently.
1: I know? mean, the they're, they're, the trades have speculated was, I mean, like what, what I call educated speculation that. um It's just a matter of time before Discovery sells off Warner, uh, Warner Brothers, and it could be happening again. But I, uh, I do appreciate the fact that I think um, they do recognize that there is a place in DC, the DC world, outside of comics, film, TV, whatever, to do stuff like the Batman and Joker, and I'd like to see that well, it obviously is going to continue to build the whole universe from the Batman, but I would yeah. like to see other characters, non-Batman characters, get this quote-unquote black label treatment. You know, DC has black label comics, which are essentially, you know, standalone, their own thing type, a uh, little bit more darker, mature stories. But yeah, Elseworlds. That yeah. Um, do, uh, you know, uh, I, I consider Joker and the Batman to be like the black label of of dc on film and there was even a yeah. talk i think jeff jones jeff johns at one time said they were going to have a banner for these type of movies because there's a lot of you know there's a lot of dc characters that uh would you know would would work Benefit well that approach yeah that approach and it's it's appealing to filmmakers to come in and they don't yeah. have to be uh bound by continuity and what's going on in other films and whatnot. And and there seems to be, they want to also still, um, they want to be able, even if the films that connect technically, they want strong filmmakers to come in and be able to do their own thing with those as well. Like James Wan with Aquaman is a great example. Yeah. Uh, Gunn with uh, the Suicide Squad. And, yep. you know, speaking of James Gunn, I know you're going to get to him here in a second. I'm yeah, sure. that's the
0: next thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See Segway, I'm Segway man.
0: <laughs> so you want you want to do it? You want to talk about the big the, the the big news this week? The big shocker? If that's if that's where you're going, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, because this is you know for, for for guys like you and I who love these characters mm-hmm. and have been analyzing the production of these movies over the years, you know, this is pretty big news that DC yeah. has new bosses. And their names we're actually quite familiar with, if you've been following DC these last few Mm -hmm. years. But yes, so we've got James Gunn and we've got Peter Safran as the co-heads of what is now called the newly formed DC Studios. They're no longer, it's no Mm -hmm. longer DC Films and DC Entertainment and DC This. They're trying to get everything consolidated under DC Studios, a la what Marvel did you know, 14 years ago when they formed Marvel Studios and they're like, now we are solely in charge of our destiny. There's not a million cooks in the kitchen. There's just Marvel Studios. So DC is attempting a similar thing. And the power structure is going to be unique in that we're going to have James Gunn as the creative head, kind of the person looking at the characters Mm -hmm. and the storylines and kind of deciding what he wants the DC universe to sort of, uh, you know, how, what kind of story? What kind of look and feel he wants for the DC universe? While Peter Safran is doing more the business side of things, he's the producer. He's locking up the contracts. He's getting the necessary talent securing the mm-hmm. filming locations. You know, he handles the business. James Gunn mm-hmm. handles the creative. So just that on its own, what did you think when that news came out on uh, Tuesday afternoon?
1: I am a fan of James Gunn quite a yeah. bit. I thought the Suicide Squad was some of the best DC stuff and, and Peacemaker. Yes. I thought they were some of the, I thought it was some of the best DC stuff Warner brothers has produced since the dark Knight trilogy. Uh, that with Batman, wow, that is Batman and careers. Matt Reeves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the, the Watchmen series on HBO max is, is excellent. Yeah. It's, uh, yep. I mean, those are great. So I was happy with that. And I, I'm familiar with, with, saffron just because of the producing stuff he's done of late with yeah um with dc and warner brothers i think he's been there since 2018 with aquaman he's yeah. kind of had a hand yeah. in all of his last four years yeah and i think he came up with one didn't he? he was like part of the conjuring yeah. universe he came new from line. the conjuring exactly yeah yes i love I, i'm a i'm a fan of that those those new line films but so i was like yeah this this sounds good to me i would and i thought you know having a director um, be in a producing role like that would probably, I, you know, I thought, and this is my ignorance of the, of the business. I was like, yeah. yeah, that, you know, he's probably like a director's director and you won't, you know, I, I'm a director, I'm a filmmaker too. So I'll be giving you a step uh, on your toes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I reached out to some people who know, which I try to do and, and I got kind of a mixed thing about it. You know, it was like, um, uh, some folks were saying, up. Oh, yeah, it's really. This is great. It's a great, great move. And some, and the other half, it was like, don't think a a um, director should be in that type of of role. Uh, they'd hmm. rather a, a, producer, a producer, Maybe yes. And yeah. exactly. And I even read in the Variety article that um, they were actually going to go with. It would probably more be more Saffron's job. Than guns to do the smoozing with the filmmakers that they're gonna they want to bring in, yeah, as opposed to because they they gave an example like would um Todd Phillips, that's another guy, I think Joker, I throw Joker in there, it's some of the best stuff DC's done yeah. at Warner Brothers yeah. and it, since Dark Knight trilogy. Uh would would Todd Phillips you know want to would he have done Joker too with James Gunn in charge of DC? That yeah. was what, you know, that was the point they were making. So that would, they would be more Saffron's job. And I get, I, and I went, okay, I can get that. I get that. I try to educate myself with this stuff. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out. I'm happy with it. Um Mainly because it seems like, well, and you know, to be fair, they did have, uh, they did have a plan with Hamada and, Hamada had some successes so they, you know I know he gets a lot of grief online for whatever whatever you know nonsense but I'm not I, into, I, mean, I don't
0: I don't add to any of that so much yeah. of the
1: grief he gets is like ridiculous and people don't understand the
0: time frame yes. of things that he wasn't around yes. even for some of the things he's accused yeah. of and yes. the things that he's accused of have never been proven and on the contrary investigations basically absolved him of things yeah but people just want to uh, Walter
1: yeah they i mean it's just clear he they had success under him i think they would have liked him to stay i think the batgirl thing we talked about earlier i mean um he helped bring that you know develop that and is a um very uh protective is the word but he's he backs up his projects and the talent and and was really upset with uh the film getting canned. So I think that was kind of the nail in the coffin as far as him even possibly staying on. But anyway, I'm anxious to see where they go. I'm glad they're uh, also, you know, they want to be in the Matt Reeves business. They gave him a, he essentially, they signed a big deal and he moved, his home is now Warner brothers and they're allowing him to create what I call the Batman universe. So yeah. And Todd and I, I, I've said many times they, Warner Brothers wants to be they need to be in the business with Todd the Todd Phillips and Matt Reeves and James Gunn and uh James Wan and these strong filmmakers visionary storytellers. Yes. Yeah. And that is Warner Brothers history. Their legacy is being a filmmaker studio and I hope it remains that way uh going yeah. forward because you know they lost Nolan and they yeah. uh what's his name Zaslov, Mr. Zaslav didn't save uh didn't have too too uh, nice of words about the future of Clint Eastwood, you know. Yeah. For God's yeah. sake at Warner Brothers. <laughs> so uh who knows, you know? Yeah. Well
0: let me ask you too, you know, um mm-hmm. because I know in the past you've been uh, very anti shared universe stuff. We've had lots of conversations about that even mm-hmm. back around Justice League time. You don't want to see Batman mm-hmm. fighting aliens. Mm-hmm. You don't you know, yep. you think Batman exists best in a world on his own. And that is yes. where he is now in a world yeah. on his own. But, you know, I get the sense with with the lead up to Black Adam and a lot of the stuff that the Rock has been saying in interviews about getting all these characters to interact with each other and giving the fans what they want and yada 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 Mm -hmm. and obviously he's setting up like larger world stuff you know in did you see black adam yet
1: i have not oh wow i did not i did not go i had a reviewer uh go in my place i just you skipped it i lost a little interest in that film Along and is the way. it because
0: of this stuff because of the shared universe yeah. stuff because No, no, not really because of the shared
1: universe stuff. It was it was the I, look, I am a fan of like golden age um comic stuff, DC specific yeah. uh, specifically and I I like the Justice Society, so I did want to see that part of it. Yeah, I remember that. It, That's why I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. It was um it was it was just this um I guess it was more, and I'm not, I'm no hater of Dwayne Johnson. It was just, it was seem like uh, the, that he was becoming the tail that was wagging the dog of DC, you know, <laughs> and a yeah. lot of the stuff you said. And I just, you know, I knew about the Cavill thing for a while yeah. and I'm just like, and I'm like going back what we talked about earlier. Okay. Here he is again. He bring him back and it's, it's a cameo. And then, yeah. I mean, what is? I've got so tired of this Black Adam versus Superman idea because, I mean, the last time Cavill was in a versus film didn't work out very well. No, I agree, and, and that's why and they have him. to tread
0: very carefully here.
1: Yes, yeah. and yes. um, and as I said, Black Adam is a Captain Marvel slash Shazam character. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like having Joker show up in a Green Lantern movie, you know? Yeah. So, Would I, you I see- just I. I I got annoyed by that and I just lost interest and I'm like, do I really want to, I'll see it at some point, but I'm not, I'm just yeah. going to skip this press screening. So, but you anyway, see, I, yeah. I
0: think it's kind of funny that like, you're a Batman guy and I'm a Superman yeah. guy. And even the way we look at all of this recent news mm-hmm. seems to be informed by our favorite characters. Cause I feel like Batman traditionally a loner wants to be Mm -hmm. left alone, he has trust issues, he doesn't, you know, Batman operates best on his own, Mm kind of like the way you feel Batman operates in movies best on his own, and you don't want him surrounded by other characters, and you're put Mm -hmm. off by all that stuff. Then you got me, the Superman guy, who's more hopeful and optimistic, and thinks, no, it's better, the more the merrier, let's work together, let's make a larger tapestry, and this is all going to be great. And I think it's funny that when it like when I'm reading the Black Adam hype, I'm getting more and more excited about this growing yeah. DC universe and the fact that like mainstream pop culture, you know, they love the Rock. The Rock is one of the most yeah. successful yeah. actors in the world. So if he's sure. out there as a cheerleader with DC pom poms and people are cheering him on, I see that as like yeah, DC is you know mm-hmm. is, is moving up in the public eye. This megawatt superstar is out there beating the drum for Superman's re- for Superman's return and for the DC universe to finally be up on top where it should be, you know, because yeah, hey, make, been- make
1: no mistake about it. Uh, yeah. Cabell is uh, that is because of Dwayne Johnson, Cabell being yeah. in, in black Adam and probably be- him getting another chance at a solo Superman. Yeah. Film. I mean, that's just straight up fact. So uh yeah, we'll absolutely. again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But again, so it's just, I just think it's funny that, like, you know, the to me, the future seems so promising between, you know, Black Adam kind of reopening the DC universe again, showing connections to Superman. Spoiler alert, but Intergang is involved in there, too. Like, it's I'm very, you know, I, w- when I look at what's coming ahead between black Adam and Shazam and Aquaman and all the stuff that the flash is going to do and having Henry back and Zaslev wanting a 10 year plan and them kind of focusing on the mainline characters again, where, you know, in all the press releases, everyone's talking about Superman, Superman first, by the way, but Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, like this renewed focus on building out a DC universe and having a team working together to tell the stories. I know it's very marvelly, and it could get hairy with the with the creative license that the filmmakers can have, which I know is very important to you. But when I look at where we're at right now, I haven't been this excited for where DC is going next in years 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 and meanwhile i know that like you've said like i'm not excited for anything happening in dc other than what's happening in the batman world
1: pretty is much that, am i quoting I mean, you correctly I mean, yeah yeah i was i would say i am my main focus i mean it is batman on film and i am a batman yeah. fan is the yeah, batman universe yeah. i am a dc guy i did grow up you know a dc kid but by yeah you know, by osmosis and default because Batman was a DC character, but yeah. um, And I do like Superman quite a bit, but I um, I'm just, it's been, it's been so much nonsense over the last, (laughs) uh, that's what almost 10 years, I should say since 2013 that I have just, I don't get uh, overly excited but yeah. I don't like go, yeah, you know, I'm not saying it. Oh, this all looks like it sucks. That's not, I'm not doing that either. Yeah. I'll, I'll see will But it. you're just saying it's not your taste. It's not your it's thing. It's not, I'm just not all hyped up for it. And a lot of the things they've, they've discussed, you know, a lot of this stuff won't happen. I, I, I wish they temper their, you know, temper a little bit, even with, you know, the stuff they've announced with, with the Matt Reeves thing, like, yeah. Uh, you know scarecrow and doing these uh makes stuff you know clayface yeah. and a lot of that stuff. that's just spitballing ideas and you know that's what they yeah. do so that's not that's not going to happen but but yeah i still i still support it i'm just not overly excited about it like oh i can't wait i just can't i'm not I just not but the batman stuff yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm yeah. like that about it so um and you know I feel like I bring this up almost every time you're on mm-hmm. because, but I feel like I'm
0: bringing it up now in this context because it is just so unique the scenario that Batman is in, in particular, because especially now with Henry back, we have all the other members of the Justice League basically still in play, and will be gracing the screen over the next year, year and a half, depending on you know how everything plays out. And it's officially like we're just missing Van Affleck's Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one thing when they were going to recast Superman and reboot him and they were also going to, you know, we had Batman happening in its own thing and everything was a little more separate. But with Henry back and with Ezra still around and everything, it's like it's really just Batflick that's missing. And I always think about like if I'm the new incoming co-head trying to make a dc universe that seems coherent it's got to stick in my craw real bad that i can't really touch any batman stories you know and it just mm-hmm. makes me wonder if throughout the course of all of these next you know there's going to be lots of meetings and planning and this and that uh i'm curious would you basically burn your town down if they find a way to bring battinson into the main dcu yes. field so that they're all together yes yeah <laughs> yes i i would I what's would, the name of your town
1: i or i live dallas yes. so uh oh
0: you so dallas would just be that that'd be the end if they did that huh? i
1: would i would take to burbank california and and bring pitchforks and torches yes absolutely
0: i don't know why because i thought of it i'm like listen james gunn is a geeky deep comic book Mm -hmm. type of guy matt reeves is another very creative and, and, and when it comes to batman and that lore he knows it very well yes you know i'm like i i could see Gunn and reeves spitballing and being like how do we make all this work so you're not just totally on an island and I'm oh like, god he said
1: that. that he yeah he wants this world to be its own world yeah that he yeah, did not yeah. want it part of dc world and i get yeah. that as a batman fan um i yeah. think it's a i think in to, to in this day and age uh 20 years ago no but i think in this day and age there can two batman can coexist that was the plan anyway whether it be yeah. um Keaton and uh, Pattinson at the same time, and even if it's, I'm just, I look, I'm kind of, I'm just over the whole Affleck thing. Uh, I'm in, I'm, yeah, I, I know. I'm not doing I know. It, you, you and know? I have
0: been on that ride for five yeah. years already talking about all that. But yeah.
1: I mean, if he ends up, as I said, he comes back and it's, it's these cameos as that, this connected world, the Batman, I, I don't have any, any issue with that whatsoever. That's that's perfectly fine. And you can do what you yeah. can, you can do what you need to do with Batman in that setting and that yeah. way. But leave, leave leave the damn Batman universe. Leave it be. Leave, leave it Leave, it, damn, leave yeah. it. Yeah. Leave it alone. It's, it's perfectly fine the way it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the, there should be a couple of shirts at BOF. Like earlier you said it's been so much nonsense. I just love yeah. that just <laughs> as a phrase. It's been so much nonsense.
1: Am, am I lying? Am I no, not telling it, the truth? I'm not yeah. Lying. Yeah.
0: following the leadership and the the weird decisions and like making a decision and then doubling down on it and then backtracking on it? But then yeah, you know, like there's been so much stop and go on everything these last seven years. It's like I just
1: want them to pick a direction and stick to it. Um the only thing that worries me is that now you say, Okay, we're gonna it's been freaking 10 years basically. And you're going to have another 10 year plan. So that's two decades. I mean, Henry Cavill's it's 40 or getting, he's almost there. Yeah. Affleck yeah. is, is my vintage, you know, he's 50. Or, yeah. You, um, now I say that, but you got Keaton who's 70, you know, so that's a, yeah. that's a yeah. the point. But, uh, well, had, actually,
0: that would be the point, right? He's supposed to be an older Batman. Yeah, so he can and I, them. you know
1: what? And I like that. Honestly, yeah, I do like the older Batman, so I have no problem with that. But my thing is really not really their their chronological age. Is that, um, it's just are they going to be able to? Are they going to be able to or want to? We're talking about you know, Momoa and all these others as well. Gal, uh, are they going to continue for another decade playing these roles? Where, where yeah. are you headed to? What's the end game? Now you know, um, I that's that's and it's there's still it's always haunted by the, you know this has been done before with Marvel. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I thought with DC, I I, I think I really thought that to they learned You know, yeah. is just to make it unique because the comics are different and they are historically different. Um, is the matt reeves approach the jane you know just make the film okay if it it connects it connects if it doesn't it doesn't make the best film you can make and and go from there and not yeah you know uh, not worry about everything having to connect and cameos and you know even the post-credit scenes are so that's see it's redundant that it was a Marvel thing, you know, yeah. and I'm not trying to I shit know. on Marvel at all. I just, no, I know, but it's,
0: yeah, I you love DC. I want them to have its
1: own identity. Yeah. I want to be original, you know? Yeah. Cause I love DC and other, I love when the films do well, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, course. that's like when I'm, you know, I'm banging the drum here on your show is saying Cavill needs his own damn solo film, not become Mr. Cameo for goodness yeah. sake. So, uh, So I don't want anybody to misconstrue my lack of enthusiasm or excitement, not caring about DC doing well. That's two different, two different things altogether.
0: Yeah. But in terms of just your style, your particular cup of tea is not the stuff being teed up by Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam verse right now.
1: Yeah. I, um, like I want a, I want a great Superman film with Cavill, and I don't need, you know, The Rock to show up at the end or, you know, as, as Black Adam or, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, um, or Ben Affleck's Batman cameo. I don't, I don't need that, that, that fan, some semi fan service to make, make Mm -hmm. it enjoyable for me, or, or I don't think it needs it to be a great film. Superman is a great enough character on his own to have his own damn great film, you know? And kind of circling
0: back to what you said a minute ago, though, about you know, the directors being able to just tell good stories and if it connects, it connects, and if it doesn't, it does it and all that. It got me thinking, though, like, James Gunn in particular has already navigated that territory pretty well, if you think about mm-hmm. it, because sure. what did he make? The Suicide Squad is technically like a sequel, right, to David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of the carryover characters. There's perhaps, I don't I don't even remember if there was a reference to the events of the first film. But it is clearly sort of, you know, following up, but totally pushing in its own direction from there. Yeah. And he didn't spend a lot of time in the movie trying to explain the relationship of this one to the previous one. Mm -mm. He just took the characters he wanted. Put them in a a scenario that he wanted to tell and just pushed forward. And then from there, we went into Peacemaker. And then at the end of Peacemaker, it kind of brought it all back to the original DCEU by having the Justice League show up when you had, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Mo and Miller and all them show up. But like he kind of showed a way, like you could tell your own fresh, phenomenal story that's set in this world, but you don't have to be a slave to the continuity. Yeah, and you can kind of pick and choose and fans will follow you as long as the yes. characters are compelling, as long as yes. the stories are good, the fans Preach. will be there.
1: So yeah, so I yes. feel like
0: Gunn is kind of like that, the perfect leader right now. I am with I'm
1: with you and that's why that's why Gun makes me excited for to be part of that that part yeah. of DC on film because he's he's done it. He's done what I yep. think I personally think the route they should go. Okay. Don't worry about. He threaded that needle perfectly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's clearly has a way of saying, uh, showing how it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. All he has to do, if if any. Go ahead. Oh no, no, and he didn't have to. um, He made his own Suicide Squad movie. He didn't have to try to replicate what David Ayer did. Yeah. Um, He didn't have to. He didn't have to. Ex, you know have a lot of exposition or or nods and and flashbacks to what happened before he just made his, and blah, blah blah he just yeah. made the movie he wanted to make and it was great yeah. i loved it i loved the suicide i ball. did i love that too and peacemaker yeah. i think is one of the most
0: you know i, I put peacemaker near that watchman hbo max series. yes you know just yeah. you know taking a dc property and mm-hmm. telling a story that is both you know, it's got all the comic book trappings, but it actually has a lot of real heart and characterization and things to say, you know? So I think Peacemaker was great,
1: I, but yes, I so do go. hope. More, yeah. Yeah. I, I speaking of Peacemaker and Watchmen, I hope that, and we know we, the, the penguin is about to start filming, uh, the you know, the, the Batman spinoff with Colin Farrell. I don't want them. And I say them Warner brothers discovery to ignore the, that, 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 part of DC not it, you know do, doing things like watchmen i mean you take the justice society and do a golden age uh yeah. mini series of it and do it like yeah. you know in the style of watchmen kind of um, yeah. You know, you're seeing you know the penguin is going to be kind of a sopranos you know mob type show i mean yeah, I, I want them to continue this stuff with hbo max the high quality dc think, yeah. uh series you know I think we're going to continue to eat
0: well there because, first of all, yeah, in the announcement of Gunn and Saffron's hiring came like they already started mentioning that they're going to be developing things that are not just for the big screen, but that right. also have yeah. their small screen companion pieces. Like that's why that's one of the qualifications that got Gunn the job that he did mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad and he gave us Peacemaker, and now there's another mm-hmm. spinoff coming again. So they want that idea of, like you have your big screen attraction. Then you yeah. have your follow-ups on the small screen, and Gunn has already shown that. And beyond that, we know that he loves to like dig deep in the comic book lore and find mm-hmm. characters and things that no one's thought of in a long time, and and bring them into you know the present day and put I a mean, brand he, new sort of
1: shine on them. He made yeah. uh, Star of the Conqueror work, yeah. in a film. Yeah. Yeah, he made polka dot man work in a film. And and they
0: actually really worked. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I feel like he's someone who probably has a few crazy DC stories in his head already of books. Oh my God, we do a mini-series on that. Mm -hmm. We should do a thing on that. You know what I mean? Like he seems like the type who has such a knowledge and an affection for the entire like you know the comic book universe that i feel like yeah yeah, finding those those companion pieces great limited you know limited series high prestige high budget series like watchmen and and peacemaker i'll throw in another one that's great
1: is is doom patrol have you watched doom patrol you know, I saw
0: the first two or three episodes. Yeah. Really liked it, but then I fell out of the rhythm and yeah. I never
1: continued. But it looked that really is, good. That is, it? that is a high quality. You know, it doesn't have didn't have the budget. Uh, yeah, the budget is closer to a CW budget. Gotcha. But kind of in between, right? Yeah, but it is that it. I throw that in there. Some of the best stuff DC it was done titans i'm See, not a big fan of titans I gotta, but yeah i've heard doom that patrol See, yeah, titans yeah. i didn't bother with
0: titan yeah. didn't touch but doom patrol i gave a shot back when that, that yeah remember what was that called the dc universe app that existed yes. for like yeah 15 months or whatever that yeah. was so yeah uh i checked out doom patrol but now based on your recommendation maybe I, i'll go back and, and finish it this yes. time they have to you, be on I mean, like one
1: season three or four by now, right? Yeah, and just we uh, mentioned the quirky stuff with Gun. There's a, I mean, there's so much yes. good stuff from DC, you know, Metal Man and and uh, I, you know, uh, Plastic Man, uh, <laughs> Booster Gold. Plastic. I mean, there's just so that would that would fit with these kind of series. It necessarily you may not want may not want to do a Booster Gold movie, but yeah, you know, a series. Yeah. would be really great. Gunn so, is the guy to yeah. do it. I,
0: I can, you could see him being excited at the prospect of that. You could see yeah. a guy like that, like pitching that and c- convincing people why this is what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And who wouldn't listen sure. to him? Yeah. Right. He did the guardians, a movie with a talking raccoon and a tree yeah. and all this thing. Nobody yeah. knew what the guardians were before that movie no. came out. And no. now they're one of the biggest things ever. You know, God yeah. has that knack for like, you know, taking something seemingly rare and obscure and strange and making it embraceable and exciting and relatable. So I really do think DC is in a great place right now, whether they follow through on the 10 year plan, the shared universe, or they kind of, you know, try to still keep the idea that everything operates on its own, but occasionally merges. However, which way they intend to do this, I am extremely optimistic and excited for where DC's headed next. How are you, you know, how, how would you characterize yourself at this juncture for the state of DC on film
1: moving forward? Optimistic is a good term. Yeah. I am optimistic. Um, my excitement level is not extremely, uh, extremely high. Yeah. I would like when it gets here, I'm kind of like, okay, if it happens and it gets here, And I see it, and I love it. Okay, I'm good, but I'm not going to get. Like I said, it's been so much nonsense. Years, yeah, and I'm, you know, and I am excited for the Batman stuff. So, uh, with Reeves, what's coming? So Um, then, I'll leave you with
0: this. This one last question about of the things coming, aside from the Batman two, what Mm -hmm. is the DC film you are most looking forward to right now? of what we already know is kind of on the way
1: Probably the flash and that's, yeah. I, and I've weathered the Ezra Miller, um, nonsense, you know, yeah. and the drama. Yeah. It's the, because of Keaton returning. And, uh, I
0: was going to say, is it because of what the film is going to do with resetting the timeline or is it more just, to do with it's, Keaton's
1: return? I, you know, I, I like, um, in the comics when they when they do the uh you know like i, I really liked flashpoint um and they yeah. they're, they're kind of riffing off of flashpoint here where yeah um there's different um realities and things can change so i kind of and i and i'm kind of a sucker for like time travel movies and stuff like that you know yeah uh i liked you know like back to the future and all that stuff so i'm just the the, the premise to me is is interesting and of course, yeah. you know, seeing Keaton back as Batman yeah. again, uh, is, is a, is a big bonus and big, uh, uh, something that's exciting. So yeah, I, I say that so and that's the one Yeah, probably the flash. Yeah.
0: So that's the one, and it makes sense too, because that's the one that's going to really kind of be the pivot point that pushes us forward into what is DC on film? What is the DC universe yeah. now? What is still in play? What isn't, right? We've always been told that that's the film that sort of resets the table. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that that's the one that you're like, I got to see how that goes before mm-hmm. I decide how I feel about what's coming afterward, right? Sure. Fair. So, all right, that makes sense. And the good news is, is the plan still to
1: have your watch party for the flash in New York next June? That is a strong possibility. We're discussing that as we speak. So I, I remember
0: will, you discussed that. Yeah, the flash will, comes out on my birthday, no less. June 23rd. Yes. So if you are going to do okay. a New York awesome. thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So if you're gonna do a New York thing, we yeah. have to have the most epic watch
1: party ever. Uh, And next year marks uh, the 25th anniversary of Batman on film, 2013. So it'll be, and and I actually started, I started the site in June. So June. You mean 2003? Yeah. uh, No, I started the site in June of 1998. There it is. Okay. Yeah. So 25 years, June, I mean, actually, you know, June is the actual anniversary month. But, uh, you know, we're going to celebrate. Yeah. I can't believe I've done this for 25 years. Never, never.
0: That's amazing. So yeah, that'll be yeah. the 25th anniversary. And on top yeah. of that, too, the, the birthday that I'm celebrating, June 23rd, yeah. is a very round number. I'm hitting 40. So oh, I'm entering okay. a new decade and going to see the flash, and the resetting youngster. of the okay. DC universe. Okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: Youngster. Okay. Yes.
0: but uh, But, yes, all right, we did it. This is our state of the DC union bill. Thank you so much for coming on sure. and, and being Anytime. part of this crossover event. Uh, why don't you plug your shows to tell people where they can hear the BOF podcast, what day of the week, what's it called? What okay. do they look
1: for in the podcatchers? Um, so of course there's just Batman on film, the website, uh, which, yep. you know, there's comic reviews, all kind of stuff there. Check out that stuff from the guys, please. Uh, shows I will plug um we have several different versions yeah cuz you have a few podcasts. now I, yeah yeah uh my show is called the social hour podcast and that's my little show and we've done we spent the last 2 or 3 months 3 months 4 months doing the Batman chapter by chapter uh based oh, on how the cool. DVD how the DVD is divided up into chapters and we covered it it's probably about about 10 minute uh, little blocks of the film and the talk yeah. talk about in detail. So, we've just we have uh one last show to do. We've done the whole film. We just, we just did the bonus features, the two uh, I say bonus features, the two extend uh, cut scenes, deleted scenes. Oh, okay, like the, the joke yeah, thing, the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Joker, and then okay. the yeah, and then we're doing if you remember, if you watched any of the credits of the Batman, there is a shout out from Matt Reeves to lots of Batman creators from the comics and whatnot. So uh, we are going to do the credits and we're going to talk about the influence of, uh, for example, Libra Mayho is giving a shout out. The the suit in the Batman is was clearly inspired yeah. by oh, Lee, yeah. Lee's take on Batman. So think, we're going to talk about that. And uh, But anyway, just go to Batman on Film, check it out. You can sign up, find all the shows and uh, and wherever you get your podcast. So they'll just pop up in the same feed. Damn
0: right! All right, everyone. This has been the State of the DC Union. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, Bill, I'll have to have you on again soon to talk about the next big developments. And
1: maybe I should pop
0: up on one of your shows pretty soon. We sure, about that. uh, is,
1: mind, uh, no, I'll ask yeah. you. Is there a and I'll plug one last plug. We do. We are. Yeah. Uh, we have a show called Batmanimation, where we uh, talk about Batman and animation. So it's specific. Um, Uh, episodes of all the different animated Batman series there have been. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, And and movies aren't excluded. So if there is a certain animated series and an episode that you're fond of and you want to come on and talk about that, uh well uh,
0: let me leave you with this little shocker because you and i have some text exchanges throughout the year where yeah a a few months back i texted you the what you found an unbelievable truth i told you that i had never read batman year one before and that i was finally reading it and you were like what 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 have you been doing with your life and you were going to suggest me some others. There are key things over the years that I have missed. And if we're talking Batman animation, on that list goes Mask of the Phantasm. I've never Mm -hmm. seen it. And everyone tells me it's one of the best Batman things. It's One of the best Batman
1: films, period. Yes. Have you done an episode on that yet? We have not.
0: Ah, all right. So when you do that, when you're getting ready for that, it'll give me an excuse to watch it. And yes. I'll come on that episode.
1: That is a new angle as well, because we all, you know, the ones who will talk about it have seen it many times. Yeah. We've, yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's,
0: let's do that. that. We'll do that. It's for a sure. bad yeah. date. Yeah. Good. yeah. All right. So everyone, thanks for watching the State of the DC Union. I'm Mario Francisco Robles of Superman on Film. That is Bill Jett Ramey of Batman on Film. And we'll see you next time.